right, welcome everybody. It is episode, episode 38 of Hot Take from the Kitchen. It is December 10th, 2018, and we are guestless tonight. We should not even have had this episode tonight. 100%. That's right. It's under protest. <laughs> you can protest all you want, but you're still here. So. I know. I've had a, probably one of the worst days I've had in a really long time. I'm angry, irritable, and everything negative. So don't expect a lot from me this pod. <laughs> Maybe this will make you feel better. Anyway, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Hot Take from the Kitchen. And our email address is hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. It is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-T-H-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. And I don't think we have any new emails. And we don't. And I guess I would... Go back to Karen's email from last month and just remind everybody they have till tomorrow to drop off books at the library for Salvation Army Christmas baskets. So I guess nobody's going to hear this. Yeah. December 11th, Blizzard of Books. Hope you took your books in. So is it like a used book drive? Is that what it is? Or do I want new books? Don't wasn't sure. I'm gonna guess new books. New books. Okay. Sort of like Toys for Tots, but yes, new okay. new books for kids from birth to 17 years old. All right. So, all right. That is cool. It is. That was an old email from a month ago, and I just <laughs> remembered about it. All right. We'll get into our hot takes. <clears throat> And the first hot take is the Golden State Warriors were named Sports Person of the Year by Sports Illustrated. That's pretty cool. It is. They are by far the most talked about sports team. Maybe, yeah. I mean, overall, I would tell you. And they drive the needle in the NBA. So they do. Yeah. All the other teams are all basing their moves around them, which makes what Kevin Durant will do this year even more. Interesting. Yep. Whether you love them or hate them, you're still talking about them. So you brought it up. Do you have anything else more about the Golden State Warriors on here? Nope. I do. So then let me give you my hot take. Are you ready? Steph Curry doesn't believe we landed on the moon. <laughs> I did hear about that. Too. It's amazing. So, like, I just find it. I mean, those of you who have been listening to the pod know the running joke about yeah. the, not landing, but I actually, this is actually serious. Like, he actually doesn't believe we landed on the moon, where I, I tend to just like to make fun of it. Um, so there's another one. So now we have. Yeah, that's good for him. Because I heard about it on part of the interruption. There's like, they said that they hope it wasn't real, these comments, but, you know, I don't care. People are going to believe what they want to believe. So. This we show actual facts. They're yeah. not going to change their mind. Right. And this goes with the Kyrie Irving thing. You know, when Kyrie talked about whether we landed on the moon or not, or he said he doesn't believe we landed on the moon, he didn't really realize all the trouble he would get into from, like, some of these athletes have little kids that follow them. So, like, what happens is, you know, and then all of a sudden these kids are like in this class and like, oh, I don't believe they landed on the moon, et cetera. And Kyrie's Earth whole is flat. Yeah, and the Earth is flat. Kyrie's whole point was is that he just wants to question things and he's not taking things at face value, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. But I can understand the other point too. I mean, so um, I don't know. I just saw that and I thought instantly I was like, I have to talk about this tonight. So <laughs> go on with your hot takes. I got one more after this. Uh, my second hot take is Australia's buff kangaroo died at the age of 12. So I don't know if you remember seeing these pictures of this big buff. I do remember the jacked kangaroo. Well, he died at 12. So I'm guessing past couple days. Would you box a kangaroo? No. Okay. I would get my ass kicked. Yeah. I think most people, the average person probably would because they'd kick their feet and then it'd just be all over for you. I mean... Yeah, the kangaroos are nothing to mess with. No. They got those long fingernails. Too, yeah. So. so, 
I don't know if they're going to be a kangaroo apocalypse like David Jacoby says. But. Well, I mean, it's interesting when you see kangaroos and kangaroos in Australia. Certain parts are like deer are here. Oh, yeah. They're just everywhere. So, um, so that makes you wonder, is there a kangaroo hunting season? I don't know. That's interesting. You have to look that up and find out. A wallaby whacking session? <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, and we'll go back into space, and Voyager 2 is finally leaving the solar system. Yeah, and interstellar is what I heard. Second man-made object to leave our solar system, like the space between the stars or something. Like that. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. It was launched in 1977, and it's finally getting to... Before you were born. Yeah. Well before now, Allison was born, just after I was born, and... It's nuts. I just want to know how we're keeping tabs on this thing. I don't know. You think it would run out of power or something? Well, I'm. It's I'm amazing just, what NASA can do, and we still struggle with some things. Well, that's my whole point, right? So, I mean, this is where some of this not landing on the moon thing comes from. Like, if you're, I'm assuming it's solar powered, so there's, then that makes sense. Lots of stars, which are suns, so yeah. it could power it. Um, plus, I'm assuming that if there isn't any gravity, technically, if you just push it, there's yeah. n- there's no resistance to stop it. So there's that too. <clears throat> so I moved a couple of years ago with Sandra Bullock and yeah, gravity. Yeah, yeah, because George Clooney just went by. Which is that was a great movie. Yeah. It was. It was different. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah. I like movies like that. Uh, the Martian was another good movie. I still haven't seen that. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. It was on HBO, but I never watched it. You should watch that movie. It's a really good movie. There's a lot of movies I gotta watch. You, Yeah, you are. You, I've noticed over the past year, you're ahead of me on TV a little bit, but I'm ahead of you in movies. I've noticed that. And that's not very like you, but I get it. You're, you're a busy man. I'm not. I just... Don't want to sit around. <laughs> I hear Maybe you. when I was in my fat voice days. Right. Yeah. All right. And my last hot take is two eighth graders in Maryland were arrested for a fake school shooting threat. Well, that's it needs to happen. Yes. It's it's well, the other how side. old you are, you, there needs to be a Example set. So. Yeah, and, and the ramifications of that need to be set. You know, you can do some sliding scale where, like, the younger they are, where they don't maybe understand the severity of what they're doing. And, I mean, these kids should not be able to go to school the rest of their lives. But there has to be some type of – because every so every threat like that now needs to be taken serious. Oh, yeah. 100%. We, we both know that. So if you're going to take the every threat like that seriously – then no different than you just can't go in a public place or yelling fire. So like there's ramifications. I'm glad that you didn't have the hot take that I had because I think it's right up your alley. So this cat named Jaquez, do you know who that is? Nope. Okay. I I didn't either. Called himself the king of R and B for this generation. All right. Now, I had a problem with it instantly because I didn't know who this cat was. But the thing about it was, is he said for this generation. So, like, and then this started a big war on Twitter. Who would be? Because they said, like, 1990 was R. Kelly. Like, you could throw out. I'm I'm just, bear with me. I'm I'm not trying to get started. I mean, I know this is, maybe we could debate this tonight. But then in the 2000s, they said it was Usher. But they said, like, really right now, there isn't. There isn't. So I came up with two people for you that I thought you could argue that are the would be my contenders. So my first person is John Legend. He's the only person that I think that's consistently. Now this isn't my number one draft pick, by the way. This is my second one, and I think he is whatever. He isn't around as much as he was. In the earlier 2000s. Yeah. So, so my number one draft pick. It's going to ruffle some feathers. But when you think about it, they said it's got to make bluesy music, needs to sell out 
albums, millions of albums, and he sells out tours. That's what, you know, those are kind of like some of the things. Justin Timberlake. I can see that. It's more poppy to me. I, I get where you're coming from. Right. So I don't, I, I can understand the argument. If you wanted to argue with the point that there isn't one, I would accept that. But if you have to like crown someone, I'm saying, so, okay, maybe we're not going to have another Michael Jordan, but can we at least talk about who's the next best player in the NBA? So let's say that I don't think this Jakiz guy or whatever his name is, because I've never get any one song. I'll have to look him up. <laughs> I'm not trying. And maybe the people are listening are laughing, but like, I don't want to seem old, but I don't necessarily feel like I'm that far off with music. I mean, there are, I don't listen to a lot of the new stuff. I admit it. Cause like, especially mumble rap. Well, I'm with you. Yeah, I know. But I've never heard of this cat. And like you and I like R and B. So like, I don't know. It just caught me off guard. A lot of people were saying Chris Brown was somebody that brought up was a lot right now. They said that that's who would. Yeah, I can see that too. Not a big Chris Brown fan. Well, I'm not necessarily. I'm just. But I was like, man, I don't. How can somebody I've never even heard of be the king of R&B right now? And he was saying for this generation, which I'm assuming is like my kids. I guess. I I mean, so early twenties. Yeah. Two other names I would throw out there is The Weeknd. Yes. And Miguel. Yeah. And I guess a newer one would be Leon Bridges. He's more the old R&B type. Yeah. I saw his name on the list of being talked about. And at least I've heard of those guys. Yeah. This dude I've never even heard of. Yeah. I'll have to look him up, but I don't know who that is. I don't like it. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't, and I knew I'd be able to talk to you about something that, like, it means a lot to you, but not like where you oh my God, my day's ruined, but like something where I knew I could get you talking about it. I knew I could bring this up and you would have good dialogue about it. So like, um, so if you had to do it, who's your king of R&B? It was interesting when you went through Twitter, like some 70 year old guy would get on there or 60 year old guy, like Marvin Gaye is the king of R&B. And you're like, okay. I mean, his name popped up. Yeah. You're like, okay, I understand. Like, there's a couple. It's Brian McKnight. And Brian McKnight has to be on top of the list. Babyface has oh, to be in there. I think it would be him because he not only sings, but he produces. Um, I don't know if you watch Carpool Karaoke, the TV series, no. but this week it was Quincy Jones and his daughter. And Rashida. Yeah. You don't even realize the songs Quincy Jones makes oh, yeah. until you sit down with something like that. I mean, like rock songs from the 70s you know what i mean just like holy cow he is just unbelievable when you see something like that it's just like wow yeah it's people would really be surprised at some of the people who make their music um, can't believe i'm forgetting his name uh on a jeff def jam with Russell Simmons? No, the other guy. The white guy. Oh, uh, Jimmy Iovine? No. What the hell is his name? Rick Rubin? Yes, Rick Okay, Rubin. there we go. We get there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I couldn't remember his name. But yeah, a white guy making rap music. Yeah, I mean. He was a founding, one of the like founding fathers of rap. So it's, it's interesting. So I, was, I listened to his podcast by... Names, but yeah, it's a music podcast, and Rick Rubin was one of the first guests, and it's an interesting guy. He's a different cat, not in a bad way. Just like I think all great people have the little eccentric things to them that make them great, and he definitely has his fair share of them. So, Malcolm Gladwell and Rick Rubin are doing this podcast together. Yeah, I'll find the name here. How many freaking podcasts do you listen to? Too many. <laughs> you need to step away from the podcast, sir. <laughs> I do. Broken Record with Malcolm Gladwell. It's a good podcast. It's about I, music. I'm impressed. Like, the amount of that on there. Though there it looks like there's it like... It goes on for days. Like 50 at least. It's close. 
Some lot. of them haven't posted in a long time. Right, and some you don't listen to because you just don't. But yeah, yeah I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Well, we had a good hot take episode. Um, next week. Is next week our guestless week? Yep. Yes. So we'll have to figure that whole thing out. So, but um, I'm sure we can find somebody to come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are one or two people we could have. I just like it to be someone new and good. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have a repeat. Because I think in season two will obviously have some repeats. So we have a lot of people that are coming on in season two, and I think it'll be exciting. So, all right. We're going to get right into our top five, and our top five tonight is our top five favorite episodes past year, nine months, ten months, whatever you've been doing. Kind of nuts. It is. It's been going strong every week since March. I talked to this weekend. Who did I see at the Wild Game Dinner? And Oh, um, Casey Johnson. So, you know, from the judges and jury. I'm sure. Okay, you would recognize him. He sits with the judges and yeah. jury's table. And uh, I told him maybe you should, maybe should put on the pot sometime. It'd be kind of fun to have him on. I was picking on him about trivia and, uh, like, how he can't beat us. <laughs> and then I was talking about <clears throat> how trivia's changed. You know, we, you know, we talked about the dynamic of everything, you know, and um, – it was a nice conversation, but then I told him uh, you know, about the pod. And just this past week, it seemed like I've had three or four people like, oh, really? You have a pod? And let me see it. And so I sent him the link. And so while I was there, I pulled him, it up on my phone. He was like, because he's like, oh, I don't want to listen to him. I'm always up to pods to listen to him. I'm doing paperwork. So I was like, all right, sure. I was like, if you want to subject yourself to that, go ahead. So, um, and he's like, holy cow, that's like a who's who of Alpina. And we've been really lucky. We kind of yeah, have yeah. had a who's who of Alpina. It's surprising how many people have been willing to come on. And I guess it's surprising to me who people who have come on. Yeah, I mean, I, to me too. I think. I mean, they've been so receptive to it. And I think some of the people that have come on, Michael Beer, Michael would be a great example of somebody that is in the public eye all the time. And the public hears a lot about, but he doesn't ever get to talk about himself yeah. and like explain himself in a little more detail. So, and I think like the mayor, for example, is a oh, great yeah. example. He was able to maybe talk a little bit about things that, you know, you just can't say at a council meeting, yeah. you know? And um, so I think that's cool. You know, and like when, you know, Allison asked me, you know, which podcast that I like and, I've kind of mentioned him a little bit here, but the two I've been disappointed the most in are the ones that had nothing to do with the guests. I felt like it was more me. Um, and then the one with, I think it was either Dylan or Michelle's where the sound was just terrible, which we've worked yeah, on. We had that streak. Or- yeah. It's gotten better. But um, I think when I, I do my homework enough, I'm always scared of dead air or like, you know, when I can't give the right type of question for the, you know, interviewer or whatever um, to prompt them to give a good answer that sounds great and spurs it. So when I don't do that, I feel like I've not only let the pod down, but the guest, because I always try to make sure we put the guests in the best light as possible, you know, and if like Cynthia is a great example, which, you know, because Cynthia deals with some pretty dicey stuff. She does. So I was scared. I mean, some of that stuff she can't talk about, period. So it's hard to, like, when you're talking to someone like Cynthia, you and I don't know what she's comfortable with. Like, what's that area? Like, where's that line? So we just don't know it. So it's like, well, do you want to talk about CSC? Because we really don't. Our pod's never really talked about the CSC. But at the same time, Cynthia has a passion for putting people that do that stuff behind bars and protecting kids. Yes. So she wants to let people know that are listening, bad people look out, I'm coming for you. You know? So like, and so it's weird, right? We had that problem with Sue. We didn't want to get politicky, but at the same time, well, that's what Sue does, right? Yeah. She's a politician, or at least our politician. So, you know, it's, you can ask her about questions. Like we talked about line five, 
which I thought was a great topic because it's something that one, I know you and I both care a lot about right. and not necessarily whether you believe line five should be in or out. I can, I can, I understand in that point, but everyone seems to agree that we need to protect Lake Huron, Lake Michigan and the Great Lakes oh, yeah. and the wildlife associated with it. So how you go about that, that's a different debate, but I think everyone can agree with protecting the lake. So, um, and it's tricky with those type of things. So, um, I think we should try our best to go backwards. So let's try to go with some honorable mentions. Do you want to go? Well, I have two that really okay. come to mind. And the first one was number 30 with the mayor. And just, we had the mayor on. <laughs> it's a pretty big get for a small podcast like us, but he was willing to come on. And it was a good pot, too. It was. Um, and we had to switch some things around and do it on a Sunday, but it just, it all worked out. And, and what's awesome is the only reason he would have totally came on a Monday, but at city council meeting that yeah. night. So, um, we're super accessible. Um, you know, he's it's totally going to run again. It sounds like, which is awesome. He's got our vote, yeah. you know, um, we'll see. Yeah. He's very down to earth. Yes. You know, um, and, I mean, I can't wait to have him to come back on again. I don't, you know, right now they're dealing with the smoking issue, um, which is, it's tough. Yeah. You know, I, anything else, like the smoking one is like a perfect, Steve doesn't know what to do. So like anything that infringes upon our rights, Steve doesn't automatically like. I hate fucking cigarette butts. I even swore to Stephen say like, and I hate being out somewhere like a concert in the park and having a great time. You and I will be sitting there with a beer in our hand and it's maybe it's a good R&B group when we're tapping along in the tent and somebody comes with a stinky cigar and it's in our face and Allison doesn't do well with smoke. And I don't like that. I I don't think it's really, in my opinion, they're not infringing on your rights. I'm not saying you can't, smoke period you just can't do it here and i understand people saying well yeah it's stopping me from smoking where i want to smoke well we want to enjoy ourselves and not have to deal with secondhand smoke and i mean that's why they did the did away with smoking in the bars and restaurants and stuff yeah concert park's a great example of an area where i know people smoke and we both have seen it and where you could have an area where people could go and hopefully you'd have a cigarette tray or whatever apparatus. I think if cigarette smokers would just clean up after themselves, 50% of the problem would be taken care of. So, um, like I said, when we were talking on that and working at perches and people would, they have a cigarette stand next to the door for people to put their cigarette butts in and they would either just put them on top or throw them off to the side or just take care of it. What's there? The truth is, though, as you and I know, because we've talked again about this on the pod, which is a great, this is a good episode because we can recap a lot. Um, people just don't pick up after themselves. Yeah. It has nothing to do with cigarette butts, though. Yeah. So yeah, there's garbage everywhere. Yeah. So one I know that's an honorable mention that's not going to make my list is one we have with Preston. Yeah. Um, Preston made me very happy for coming on. Um, for a multitude of reasons. If you haven't given that pot of listen, you should, because here's a kid who's bright, smart, and really could do anything he wants. And he wants to come back and just make help in a better place. Yeah. And I, that's just so awesome to hear. I think it's something that the chamber, the convention of visitor bureau, everybody in town, you know, um, Target at Alpena, all those different things have worked hard to try to get youth here, you know, and um, I don't know. I definitely liked it. So, yeah. He wants to make a difference. I really like that somebody wants to make a difference, shows initiative and really go get, he's a go getter. And he's done a lot of traveling in such a young life, which is really interesting. Because Africa, he's like the opposite of you and me, right? Yeah. I mean, like you and I both have traveled, but it's both been in a kind of nothing like he has. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have our first pot on your top five? I do. Okay, so we won't talk about that. Um, do you have Matt Cameron in your top five? Uh, it's an honorable mention. So let's talk about Matt. 
Um, the only regret I have with Matt, Cameron, is, and then you guys don't know this because you don't, you weren't here, but I mean, you were here, but you weren't here. Um, the minute we got done with the episode, Matt literally was like, that's it. We didn't talk about anything I wanted to talk about. And essentially we talked about with everything with Matt that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> and the reason I did that was because I wanted to talk to Matt about the things I thought you guys would want to listen to. And, um, and I mean, listeners, because when people hear about Matt, they don't necessarily know that Matt's an avid Chevrolet person. And he just wanted to talk about old school square body Chevy trucks for a half hour. And, everything that goes along with that. So I can't wait to have Matt back on so we can do more of what he wants. It would be nice to do that with him. (laughs) I mean, all we did was recap his athletic career from high school to college and pros, but that's what we wanted to know about. Well, and I think a lot of people want to know, I I think a lot of people in town know, and this is the whole point of this pod, right? Was that people knew Matt played in Europe. And uh, some people knew he played in Luxembourg, but, you know, did they know that he played for, you know, that team and was like the second American on the team and all, you know, all the stuff he shared both that's in the pod. So it's like, they had to actually try out to make the team. Yeah. He got there. He's like, Oh, you know, just those are the things that, I mean, and I know, you know, this already, it's what we love about our pod, right? Those things, that's what we go for. So um, yeah, definitely one of my honorable mentions. Um, do you have Jeff in the top five, Mindock? No. Okay, so he's an honorable mention of mine, and there will be a theme here coming up because, well, he's actually going to be – well, no, it is. So there's a theme coming up later on, but there are some people in this community that are really super passionate about Alpina, which we've always had. I mean, like I think of like Joanne Gallagher. Yeah. comes to mind um, that have just, just love Alpina and love being a part of it. And then there's people that, and those people like to try to make it a better place. And I love that Jeff's doing it through art. Yeah. And when you listen to him talk about minorities and that goes across the board on different things, whether it's different race, whether it's, you know, sexual orientation, um, and how art can bridge that gap and how he's believes in not only exposing, giving the opportunity to expose people to new experiences that work for him, but our community experience them as well. Um, and I just, I think of the world of him. I, I really do. He's a great guy. Yeah. And, and um, it's really turned me on to the theater. Cause I've gone multiple times since that podcast and I've enjoyed every so when we go to New York, or when you go, you're gonna to have to go to Broadway, right? Yeah, we'll see. I don't <laughs> know if I'm gonna pay those prices. Well, there is a cheaper way to do it. In the couple of times we leave, you have to go to Broadway. Yeah. Um, part of it is price thing. I don't know, why, you know, but um, yeah, just I love that pod. I love that we had it right before hairspray. I mean, we timed it perfectly. Hairspray was amazing. Yeah, like. And I, I got pissed. My when I got there, and I only saw Cliff and Shoot Chevrolet and Taco Bell as the only two sponsors there. And I just literally got just upset because I know how it works. True North Radio comes along with this sheet, and it tells you who's on there. And then these people in our community, and I'm not dogging them. They have every right to pick whatever they want. It's their money. But the idea that that night, it was one of the busiest nights and there's people that had the opportunity, and I think they're going to find that out. Right. I think the next time there will be a lot more. Next year there will be more people. But um, I'll knock myself box now. But, it's all good. Yeah. I mean, but this is kind of what we wanted to recap about, right? Yeah. So um, I can't wait to have Jeff back on. Um, what's even cooler is the thing he's doing with kids in our community. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, just – no way, even the way you're – when I'm talking about this, you're thinking it was in my top five, and it was really hard to leave it out of my top five. Mm-hmm. I think we've enjoyed a lot of our honorable honorable mentions. So. Yeah, what Jeff is doing with the kids is it really is amazing. I mean, if you haven't, if you didn't go see Peter Pan, you really missed out. So I tried to, and then because it's done now, right? Yeah, yeah. I we had a planned date to go, and then something came up. I forgot what it was, and Allison's like, "We have to do this," and I was like. 
All right. It is what it is. So it's not just you, but I'm sure there's others in the community. That have been oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. But it's, you know, I'm just, you really missed out because those kids put on a hell of a show. Yeah. So. Uh, what's your honor? Um, I can see your other honorable mention. It's a good I one. I added a couple, but that's cool. Uh, number uh, 27 was with Justin Christensen Cooper up in Art in the Loft. We had some technical difficulties with that episode, but we pulled it together. You know, just the sound quality on the intro wasn't the best because I didn't push record and had, you had to rip the audio from the video we were doing. Hey, we got it done. We yep. did. Yeah. Learned a lot about art in the loft and more art in the community. And our top five was pretty legit. Since you brought Justin out of, I mean, I will mention, I'm going to take it. He's a furniture top fiver. Justin was my favorite interview that I've had. Um, because I literally said like, Hey Justin. And then he just went, and then it just was like, or, Hey, I just wanted to talk about the mural, you know, and he would just go with it. And whether it's Jeff, I mean, I think all our favorites have a common theme. These people are just uber passionate about what they're doing. And Justin is just making a world of a difference also. And he's, I don't know, we, we touched on it a little bit, but he is on a couple committees that are statewide. So he is gaining some influence across the state of Michigan for Alpena. And it's just just another great, great Alpena. Is super lucky to have him in our community. I cannot, I've gotten known to Justin pretty well over this last year. And um, I just, the more I get to know him, the more I think the world of him. Um, he's just a really, really good dude. And I mean, the only thing I can find out to say bad about, he's a state fan. <laughs> I mean, so. Yeah. yeah. He's a con there. He goes into that box of just super awesome person, but a state fan, like Joel Bauer, uh, <laughs> Lee Fitzpatrick, and Justin Cooper. It's just like, oh, my God. So. How can you be like that? Yeah. And I guess my last one is episode 32 with Stephanie Grant Gandula. I mean, we did a sh the episode in a boat. We weren't moving, but we were in a boat at NOLA, and how cool is that? And we got to learn more about her uh, documentary, which is really interesting, and I want to see it now. But we got to do an episode from NOLA. <laughs> um, that was cool. And, of course, me and a lot of viewers probably don't know this, but your nephew, Zachary, absolutely that was like his castle for the longest time. I mean, you would take him there every chance you could get. And he so would, all he wanted to do was play in that boat and act like he was in the ship <laughs> and the waves were coming over and the boat was sinking. So. I mean, it was, neat, it was a neat moment because I knew it was special. You know, um, that's a special place for you and him and to be there and have that and have her over. I mean, we kind of had a cheesy Halloween episode, which was, awesome. I mean, I mean, as you know, I mean, people are figuring this out about us. We are kind of cheesy. We like, we like Christmas decorations and Halloween <laughs> decorate. I mean, it's just, just how we are. So, um, yeah. And she's like super smart too. So it's yeah. like, um, and you could tell that she gets embarrassed when you bring up the, that she's the diver on the mural and yeah. just, um, but I'm going to hold her to you and I rowing that boat this oh, yeah. summer. Getting up on a Saturday or Sunday morning and doing that. I mean, I'm done with you and I are going to, I mean, what are we going to do? That's going to be like. We're going to struggle, but well, we're going to do it. Hopefully we'll be with some really strong chicks yeah. that can do all the work for us. And then you and I can just kind of like take pictures the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we can just, maybe it'll be like a bro, a bro cruise. And we get like Rick and. Maybe. I don't know who else. I'm sure we can find somebody. I would love to have Matt, but I'd be scared he'd blow us back. <laughs> my so. mom saw him at Northern Lights Saturday because they were skating. My niece and nephew were skating, and Henry and Owen were skating, and I guess Matt decided to get on the ice himself. He didn't last very long. He didn't oh. fall. But God almighty. That scares me. He came man. off the ice, and he went up. My mom asked him how he did and how he feels like, you know, I think my ass is broke or something like that because he's just trying to stand still and not fall and he's working his leg muscles and his glutes and everything. I guess his ass was hurting after a while. 
I'm sure I didn't want everybody to know that, but now everybody does. Let me tell you, do you have this one in your top five? Yes. Okay. Um, do you have this one in your top five? No. Okay. I don't have a single episode. Good. Then I'm gonna be, then I'll make that one because it was down to these two for my last one. Um, to round out about ice skating. Maybe viewers again don't know, but Brad's never been ice skating. Oh. And he's never gonna go ice skating. I don't plan on doing it anytime yeah. soon. Um which I respect. Um my wife is like grew up figure skating and she's really good at it and I enjoy doing it. Um I have fallen way too many times. And the one t- last time I was in Northern Lights Arena, I fell. And I fell so bad. I, I know I think you know this story, but I fell so bad that when I got off the ice, Harry Guthrie came up to me and goes, dude, are you okay? I heard you fall. Because it's surrounded by glass, right? Yeah. He goes, I heard you fall through the glass and all the way across the ice. That's how bad I felt. And he goes, he just goes, I just want to check it to make sure. Because that was a really bad fall. And I was like, and the worst part about that is – I skated for a half hour decently, and then I said, okay, let's go in, and I pivoted to go to the door, and then whoosh, boom, feet total, like, you know, feet above head type of thing. So, oh, man. But I enjoy watching Allison do that because she's so good at it, and she just is so happy doing it. And I, I enjoy watching her be that happy. It makes me happy, even if I'm scared shitless the whole time. Yeah. So. Um, my last honorable mention, which is probably going to be a surprise to a lot of people, but it's the Griffin James episode, which is our most downloaded episode. Uh, it's probably 300 now or close to it. It's getting there. Yeah. So, um, 300 downloads, which is amazing. Um, I think he just listens to it. Already. Well, I think it's Peggy, his mom just constantly listening to it, which we won't. Um, I'm so um, the James family is awesome, first of all, but, um, Griff and I have become pretty good buddies too, and um, his episode had the best surprise we had of the year. Yeah, so, first breaking news we had. Yeah, the first truly breaking news, which you know, Griff now sees getting married, and then of course, um, it's our number one episode, you know, data wise. So all those things matter, you know, or so they're nice. Yeah. All right. So why don't you go to number five? All that, and we haven't hit five yet. I know. Uh, and Griffin's episode is at 285. 15 away. He'll probably hit it by the end of the year. Let's hope so. Yeah. All right. My fifth favorite episode was number one. It was the episode that started it all for us. It wasn't our greatest episode. It wasn't the best episode. But it set the tone of what was to come and I just enjoyed it, and I've been happy doing this ever since. So I was a little hesitant. I didn't know what to expect, but it's just been a fun ride. Well, neither of us did, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the kicker. And I certainly don't think you and I expected it to be what it is now. Um, <clears throat> and we're going to – this This will kind of be the litmus test, right? Yeah. So, I mean, not saying that people hate us, you know, <laughs> but – I think the guests have something to do with it. You know, yeah, I think right. people would enjoy listening. But, um, you know, it is our podcast, and I know you and I have tried to plan an episode where you and I could talk for a while. Um, and not saying that it's still not going to happen this year, but <laughs> um, it's just, yeah, it's I had it in my top five. The first one, I, I, I go back and listen to it sometimes, and I laugh at it. Just because we could honestly tell we didn't know what we were doing. Nothing like to where we are now. So we had the lapel mics. Yeah. <laughs> I almost brought the lapel mics back tonight just because I think we're more comfortable. We don't feel halfway have to like hunch in. So, um, but actually, I'm going to talk about those here in a minute when we get to another. We're doing it on your phone. <clears throat> yeah. So, number five, that, that is my number five as well. So, all right. All right, number four is episode 13 with Christy Johnson. I think most of these are, well, some of them are just based on the top five, because I like the top five. Yeah. But she was still a good conversation. We learned about, a lot about her and what she did before, working on the radios, stations, and all that. And the top five was our biggest regrets in yeah. our 20s. So, yeah. Um, I only dropped the bomb with number one. 
It is what it is. Um, so my number four is going to talk about it a little bit. So my number four is Casey. Um, I knew Casey was going to make my top five no matter what, right? Because Casey's the one that inspired me to have a pod because he's the first person who had a pod. I loved his uh, toolbox trainer podcast. Um, at that time, if you can find it and you go listen to it, um, you can see a whole bunch of different things were going on in his life. And if you kind of knew what was a little bit what's going on and you listen to it, it kind of fills you in a little bit more. Um, but what I like about him now is that he started his own podcast too. Um, and his last episode with Ben Gold, um, I've been meaning to make a post on Facebook about it, so I'm going to make sure I do it tomorrow. His pod with Ben Gold is probably the best podcast I've listened to this year. Um, they both know, especially Ben, know stuff about, because Ben's, you know, trying to be um, a physical therapist and all that. So he's very, he's working on his master's and all this other stuff. So he's definitely knows what he's talking about. And they have a segment in there where they talk about kids, training kids. Have you listened to it yet? Yeah. Okay, that's the segment where they talk about training kids and while the kid might grow three inches, doesn't mean the yeah. muscles and tendons have grown. Yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely just life-changing. Anyone that's a coach needs to listen to that because I was just like, holy cow. I mean, like, it's just crazy to listen to two people that get it. I mean, I really believe get it. And um, you know what they're talking about. They do. And really, honestly, I'm a big fan of that place and um, the premise of just trying to do it, you know, live a normal life for as long as you can without, you know, and it hits home for us this year because, I mean, a lot of you guys know Allison's had a, a really long battle this year and, uh, you know, I don't want to say she has some regrets, but she definitely understands what it's like to be able to move around without any pain and how much she took that for granted. That is not lost on her any day. So, um, and she has some really hard days like today was a hard day for her. And, you know, there's some days where she just wants to have a milkshake and maybe she does and maybe she doesn't, but she knows the days that she does have a, decides to have a bowl of ice cream. It's going to be held the next day. So, um, it's kind of crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, that's my number four. I right, go listen to that pod, um, Performance Locker with Ben Gold. Not that the other ones aren't good, but that one is by far. <clears throat> Life with all limits. Yeah. All right. All right. Number three for me was number 11th, Michelle McEwen. So that was where we had our first fight on air. That's Duke and we'll see what happens yet. College basketball. We'll see. That's why they play the game. Yep. I mean, it's like Josh Gordon too, right? So we don't know what's gonna happen with Josh Gordon and Duke basketball are probably our main we we don't want to even talk about our Detroit Lions predictions, so we're just gonna I was way off. <laughs> but it's still so, go eight eight. Yeah, you never know. I mean and you did say they're gonna win it this year. No. You said they were gonna win it next, next year. year. So um Money McEwen who now just recently since episode then eleven has been engaged. Yes, she got engaged a couple weeks ago. Happy for her. She is a huge like lover of this pod. And she has been a listener that, for the lack of a better term, gets it. Like gets us, I should say. Like our relationship. Kinda like I mean, the people that know us and our friends, they know that I enjoy getting you out of your comfort zone and the humor that it goes along with that or how humorous I find it at least. And, um, but, and, and to know that you and I do love each other. Right. I mean, we generally care about each other. So like, and I know she's told me before she's teared up listening to us because we have some serious conversations sometimes. And, um, that just goes to show what a kind and good person she is. She is. She so. goes a lot. Oh, and yeah, I mean, like, freaking community rock star. Out of all the people we've had, probably her and Jackie do more for Alpina than anyone else we have on this pod. So, 
I mean, it's just like Jesus. Haymakers. I mean, like, wow. That was your number three as well? Well, yeah. All right. My number two was episode 21 with Griffin and Matt. <laughs> so this episode was thrown together really quick because our guests for that week canceled on us so hour before, hour or two before we are supposed to do the episode. And Steve just called Griffin and Matt and they came over and it was a good episode. Really funny because Steve gave us his top five Matt moments. We could have done that again tonight. Had them or together or separately. But I just felt like when Carly canceled because she didn't feel good and had the flu, I was like, well, this is just supposed to be you and me. Yeah. I mean, because I could have called someone. You know that. But I, mean, but I was just like, well, I mean, I, I had, Part of it was selfish because then I'd have to go prep a whole nother episode. I had a Carly's episode prepped, and I was like, I really don't feel like prepping a whole nother episode yeah. in a short time. So I was just like, let's just do us. And then I knew we could do our top five episodes, which we've already talked for 30 minutes on. And we only still haven't even gotten the number one yet. So, I mean, um, yeah. Um, so do you, I'm sure you have this one on there. Yep. Yeah. So my number in my top two, I won't say the order. Uh, is my wife, Allison, who, for some strange reason, which she loves, I knew it wouldn't be, but it baffles her. She has good numbers, she, and she can't figure out why. She's like, I don't really understand. And for her whole point, she's like, she knows the people we've had on, and yeah. she knows what they do and how cool they are to the community, and really all of that. Most of what Allison does now from her phone and from her computer. She doesn't get to see a lot of people anymore. So it, it's kind of humorous to her. Um, that, but she has to listen to me all day long or all week long, either complain or I bounce questions off her. What do you think of this? How do you think of that? Do you think this would be received? What do you think of this person? You know, all those things that don't go on that sometimes don't make it to you. Sometimes I'm just – you know, we're driving a car and I'm like, just say something stupid. Like maybe we should build a studio in Brad's basement. And she's like, why are you going to spend all that money in Brad's basement? And so, you know, just stuff like that, you know, not being utilized. <laughs> so like, um, yeah. And I enjoyed having her on and, um, yeah. So those numbers are due to loyal listeners, loyal listeners, hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, so she shouldn't be surprised. No. So I guess number one is episode number five was Rick Kelchin. I just I don't know why, but I just love this episode. It's probably my favorites. It's a lot of I think it was the deep conversation that really just moved me. Yes, Rick. To be honest with you, I I, I peed through your list. I knew I had Allison one Rick too. But then I was like, well, might as well say Rick together so we talk about it at the end together. Um, I think for us, you and me, we hang out with Rick a lot. Yeah. But Rick isn't one to really open up a lot. And the fact that he decided to do it on our pod with, you know, whatever listeners we have yeah. really is kind of crazy. It is. And... That didn't just, re I mean, that resonated with other people, I know, but it, it did resonate with you and me. Um, I think a lot of what Rick shared with us is part of the problem we have in today's world um, with mental health, with a lot of those things, some of the stigmas that get attached with them. Um, and what I mean by that is whether he wants to admit it or not, or whether, you know, he knows this, is Rick isn't one to necessarily open up and share a lot of what's going on. And when we can break down those things that stop us from sharing and opening up and helping each other and saying, hey, you know what, I'm not having a good day right now, when you're able to share that with each other and not feel judged or feel like you have to be this person in this box, um, it helps. And I think, um, yeah, I, I, 
I, that was one of my easily top five. When I did my top five, I put four people on my list straight away. He was one of the four people that I put on right away. So um, his pod was super good. Um, I listened to that one with my parents when we were going to Gaylord one time, and they enjoyed it. Oh, I'm sure you're, I mean, I'm sure you're dead to some extent, you know, I mean, your dad probably can relate to a lot of what, you know, Rick went through and, and still is going through in a lot of ways. Um, and those of you who didn't take the time to listen to it, I'll give you a brief recap, just like, kind of like a Cliff Notes version. I mean, you know, it's no secret that Rick was in the service for a long time. And, you know, he essentially retired from the service and, you know, he started it when he was super young, like 18. So the whole thing he's known his entire life has been the Coast Guard. They told him where to go and where to be and what time. And the military, as you guys all know, didn't leave a lot of, well, let's talk about it. It was, you're going to do this and you're going to do it now. And, um, that type of structure can be good for some people, you know, like kids and youth. And I think Rick thrived in it in his younger eight years. Then as he got older, he moved up the ranks. So, you know, he was then in charge of a lot of people uh, in a real leadership role. And then all of a sudden you're just done with it and it's all gone. And how you self-identify yourself, you have to find that out. And that can, you know, you hear that, like, I see that now with the guys I work with. You know, I love every one of them. And it's a couple of, and like, um, I know that was people that retire. All the time, you know, when you're getting close to retire, like Tucker, he's a great example. You know, Mike's Mike's getting old. I mean, he knows it, and he only works four months out of the year now, almost. And he can, if you talk to him candidly, he'll tell you that some of this technology in cars just baffles him. I'm like, I'm sure it does because it baffles me sometimes. <laughs> so, you know, I totally understand why it would baffle him. And um, he told me a long time ago he had a guy that retired when he was working and he said, he kind of asked the guy, like, Oh, why are you retiring? He's like, these cars are moving too damn fast. You can't keep up with them. And he understands. He didn't understand it at the time, but he understands it now. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, Mike's been selling cars for 30 years. Over half his life, or half his life is he's been known as selling cars. And now all of a sudden you're going to take that away from him or thinking about taking that away from him. Yeah. You know, it's hard. I mean, super hard. You to make it more of a something you hear more about in, in news, you think of athletes, you know, where they like they're superstars and they make all this money, and then all of a sudden you're done playing and you're not superstar basketball or football player anymore, and you don't know what you do. You, your whole your whole life has been football, and now all of a sudden you can't do it. So, I think Rick's episode was an important episode for just for people overall to be able to like open up and talk about things like that. And, uh, I'm glad I did. I really am. Cause I wasn't certainly going to make him talk about it, no. but I wanted him to talk about it because I think it's good. Like I said, you can have these, you can start these conversations and you never know who's listening. And it just simply went, man, I get that. And he, and, you know, he probably has helped someone that he has no idea he did and it truly impacted their lives. And that's awesome. So, yeah. Any surprises? I got a surprise. Matt didn't make it. Yeah. It's an honorable mention in my heart. I mean, I did like his episode. I think Matt's episode. So the fact that we did it during a freaking snowstorm. And Matt's, I, for the, I would dare say, I mean, I would, I could argue that Matt's episode put us on the map. Probably did. Yeah. Um, a lot of people like that in 97, 98 basketball team. Um, and I mean, I know Brady Smith, we're going to have on soon in mean, this next season and Eric Machinsky is very committed. So we'll at that point have four of the five starting five or five. So 80% of the starting five we will have had on this pod. And I don't know if we'll ever get Rondo or not, but we could get Barton. I don't even know where he's at. <laughs> yeah, but we definitely could get Barton. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily a starter five, but he came off of the bench. So then we could just say we had five of the. Yeah. Um, and Nate would be a great one to have because Nate had a, you know, a semi-professional baseball career, and um, I don't know if he'd fit in my kitchen. But. Yeah, and he's a great person to talk to now. I the couple to hand. I mean, I've ran into Nate a couple different times in different capacities. He's 
bought a Suburban for me, so I've talked to him that way. But I've ran into him at scoops with trying to chase kids around and um, just good guy. Yeah. Yeah, so – um, yeah, but Matt's is a surprise that I'm surprised neither of us picked it. He might be a little better about that. We'll get over it. But for what's worth, Griffin didn't make the top five. I didn't five. have him on here. Yeah. Griffin didn't make the top five either. So, I mean, he can't. Our two most popular episodes. The two most popular episodes. I mean, they did make out. Well, Griffin didn't make out. He did. But yeah. It's because we didn't want to give him more publicity. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break and we'll come back and we can talk about what's coming up. All right. I think this shows you how far we've come. Yeah. We seriously came here with uh, chicken scratch hot takes, and we said we're going to do top five episodes, and we couldn't make this thing on an hour if we really wanted to. Yeah, we could have. <laughs> um, I mean, we could have pulled out more episodes. We oh, just yeah. limited ourselves, let's be honest. Because um, I think every episode we've had, we've had some things we've absolutely loved about. Um, one of my favorite things that I know we're going to talk about was um, Mary Beth talking about the fairgrounds looking like a prisoner prison with the barbed wire <laughs> on it. Like, how, I mean, as someone that grew up here, yeah, I she's 100% right. But I think everyone thought that. I mean, I don't think anyone thought that. It was just how it was when we grew up. And then for a third set of eyes to come and say, you know, you probably should get rid of that zombie apocalypse look. It's not really working for you. Like, duh, right? We totally should. So, um, yeah, that was another one of my favorite all-time moments in there. I was just like, oh, my God, yeah. So um, what are you doing this weekend? Um, There's a Christmas party at my house. <laughs> yeah, there is, buddy. There is. So got that going on. Other than that. I don't know. We'll see what the weather does. Maybe got to get a run on Saturday. I might. So I was going to take the 22nd off and then work this weekend, but I might now take this weekend off and work the 22nd because I guess I don't, I'm not needed. I couldn't have the morning off. I thought I was needed in the morning. Long story short, um, if I take this weekend off, maybe you could run for me and I could film you running. I want you running on the bike path by SciTech Park, that woods area right along the river. So long as it's not icy and you don't slip and break your neck. Because, well, <laughs> it depends on the weather. Yeah. Because right now it's fine. Right. Um, and it's supposed to be nice all week. So, But I just want to get you running through there. Ideally, if I could somehow do it, I'd have a bike or something that I could keep up with you. Or I guess I could just get you jogging and I can like run along you and see how that looks. I mean, it's only going to be a short distance. So I can just suck it up, buttercup. Uh, what else you got going on? I don't know. The only thing I really have planned is the Christmas party. Yeah, I'm excited about that. You know, there was part of me, I won't lie to you, that thought about inviting all our past guests and making it a hot take Christmas party. But Let's just see how this one goes, and then we can go from there. Yeah, maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year. So um, I'm also part of that Christmas party that you're having, so that's what I'm doing. I might be working. I might not. Um, I don't think it's a secret. I've talked to enough people about it. But I am working diligently on a video for the Fresh Tickets contest. So and um, I just think – I mean, I love Alpina. And the people that went out last year, I'm not going to knock them because they did a nice video. Super cool, but I think the video was more about them than Alpina. So I want to make a video that's about Alpina. Yeah. So, um, and have you seen it yet? No. Oh, I'll show it to you here. So I have a rough cut of it here with me. But um, you're, I'm collaborating with people. So I have been working with a lot of people to make this because – how else would Alpina? What, my, what's your favorite? One of your favorite things about Alpina is the people, right? So, like, um, yeah. So, but yeah, that's that. So, other than that, I'm kind of just laying low, trying to sell some cars. Two weeks till Christmas. So, so next week's going to be a surprise. I don't have anyone to tease. And if we could figure it out to do episode 40 around the hectic holiday time, we'd like to try to squeeze it in still. 
then maybe recap the year and maybe do like a top 2018 moments or something like that too for you guys. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but we'll keep working on it. I mean, the good news is, is that it's not going to have a guest in it, so it's just essentially me and Brad, and we could probably work around it. Somehow. It's not like you and I never see each other during yeah. the holiday. So. Well, you are pretty busy next weekend. So. Yeah. So, all right. You might have to be on Christmas Eve morning or something. Well, I mean, I have anything going on Christmas Eve. It's crazy. So, um, yeah. So, Thanks for listening. I hope you guys appreciated this episode. If you're just kind of started listening and you heard something that you like to talk about, go back and give it a listen. Yeah. And there's 37 other episodes to listen to. Yeah. Get over to the performance locker and listen to that episode with Ben, especially if you're a coach. Or if you have anything with kids that are growing and they're playing sports, you have to go give that to listen to. Um, and then and super kudos to them if you're doing a good pod. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it. Not for me. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah.